Welcome back to Season 2 of the Aware Podcast. In this global podcast, Nikki and Sarah, your hosts, chat to inspirational guests who have all had a breakthrough moment in either life, leadership or business. We share our adventures as we talk through the moments, courage, laughter and insight. A big thank you to all our listeners and we hope that you're going to enjoy Season 2 as much as you did Season 1. Don't forget rate, review, subscribe and share to keep us moving forward. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. Hello and uh, welcome to the Aware uh, podcast. You're here today with myself, Nikki Mackey, and Sarah Godfrey. Um, and we are so fortunate today to have an amazing guest with us, um, Jeannie Doherty, who has, you know, some amazing insights of how she's taken her skills and really helped open up um, opportunities and the eyes of so so many business owners, um, but also, you know, her impact that she's had on so many people's lives. And we just feel extremely extremely fortunate to have you um, joining us today and um, you know I thank you so much for being interested to uh, joining us in our wear journey. Thanks Nikki and thanks Sarah I'm looking forward to sharing. <laughs> Look, I will we'll just um, start off by saying what people don't know is these two have actually met each other uh, well, Nikki families and, yeah, know each yeah, other. they've gone away on holidays yeah. with their parents. So that's a weird kind of six degrees of separation. Absolutely. Kind of thing. Um, Jeannie, what I'm loving, uh, and as I said before, is uh, I think the biggest hurdle people come across in life and in business, but particularly when you hit the business market, when you're trying to please everyone and every, every interaction is a possible client, consumer, um, networking opportunity. How do you, your, your, one of your angles is that you really want to help people move away from, um, uh, uh, what's the word? Um, people pleasing. People pleasing. I was thinking self-sacrificing. <laughs> That's so <laughs> not it. People pleasing and 
I'd love to know why is that important for you? Were you a people pleaser or um, exposed to too many of them? And how do you go about, how do you help someone find the line between, um, you know, being compassionate and caring and supportive and the people pleasing moment? Oh, that's a really good one. I is love that, that one? <laughs> challenge. I love that. So, yeah, so um, look, I'm my management style is definitely people pleasing. And, and that said, you know, it's a monster that I'm always trying to tame. And it's something that I guess I've, I've, the current business I've got now I've had for, I call it 12 years young. <laughs> and uh, so it's, you know, it's old enough that I've, I've evolved a lot in it. Uh, but I noticed that as the owner of this business, the buck stops with me, right? So like so many business owners, there's nobody we can blame above us. I'm not doing a job that I've been asked to do. I'm doing a job that I've determined. And so um, that leads to a people-pleasing management style. When you're a nice person, when you're a decent person, and when you want, and when, when we, I think what staff, what team don't understand is that when we employ someone, we actually do really think of them as family. We all, yeah. most business owners, you know, they take them under their wing and they, they want to see them thrive and they want to see them do good things. This is the majority of people. Yeah. And so when that person doesn't live up to our expectations, when they break their promises, it breaks our heart and we want to help them succeed. Mm -hmm. And that people-pleasing management style kicks in and we make excuses for them like we do with our children, right? Yes. We make excuses for them and we don't hold them to the high standards that we hold ourselves. Mm. Um, and, and that's what it's about. Now, I think balancing that and just going across the minute for when you work for someone else. So um, Nikki, as you know, I helped my, my family build their business from 10 to 100 million, tons of fun, lots of tears along the way. Yep. Um, but you know what? The buck didn't stop with me. I was there to do a job. I, they called me Hitler in pink. Back then. <laughs> <laughs> Hitler in pink was don't mess with this little lady. And um, but I guess I, for me, it was like, I need to do a job. I need to do it well. I need to, if I need to dismiss somebody after three warnings, I'm going to do it. I'm always going to be yeah. fair. But I was doing it because there was other people to blame, if you know what I mean. It's, yeah. a, it's a wrong way to frame it. Um, but then you work for yourself. And I think balancing that with compassion, which is I've had to learn to do lately. So mm -hmm. how, I've, how I've tamed that monster and been true to my values and been true to the person that I am. So I recently um, was was helping someone in this space and they, so I, I tend to say there's four types of staff members, right? There's superstars, there's workhorses, there's yo-yos and there's time wasters. <laughs> and when we get those yo-yos and time wasters, if we don't um, gently send them on their way, then you know the law of attraction and everything that happens around us we're not going to be able to build the business that we want to build and have the impact on the community that we want to have on it so in this case what i found was if i if i'm clear on the critical drivers that that person has to do that's the things they do every day every day to get the yep. result so the critical drivers helps achieve the kpi so let's say it's a salesperson and the critical drivers is you have to do 10 of these calls and five of these and seven of these and eight of these and then you'll hit the kpi and the person doesn't do them and they don't meet their deadline or whatever it is really quickly holding them to account so mm. there needs to be 
a really intense layer of management. Some people will call it micromanaging, but it's not, it's managing. And then you hold that person to account quickly and fairly, and then that person says, well, I don't wanna do those things. And you're able to just genuinely say, well, if you don't do those things, we won't get the result. And, and if you can't do those things, then that job doesn't really exist for you. Um, and is it uncomfortable? Yes, but, it's, but it works. It's a formula that works. And I know that with someone I helped with that recently, exactly with that formula, that person resigned within a couple of weeks. And they've, they have actually, he's contacted that person and asked to come back now. Um, and that's a hard thing too. You wanna to say, sure, come back under my wing, I'll help you. But interestingly, this person's business um, has actually taken off since they were able to, to step up as a leader yep. and follow a system that helped them with that people-pleasing management style and the business is going from strength to strength. So that's kind of the, and, and I just spoke to a client before and he's so lovely and he has that in spades. And he said, oh, Jeannie, our business development manager, you know, he's not really performing. And I said, is he a yo-yo or a time waster? <laughs> he said, maybe a yo-yo. And I said, well, you know, let's work on this. Um, because in business, if you can't tame that people-pleasing management monster with a nice little system, you're really going to struggle to thrive. And it is really hard, isn't it? Because when, you know, when you bring, you know, having for both of us run our own businesses each for sort of 20 years is that, and worked for other people is that, you know, you do take them as part of your family, but you also take that responsibility of employing people and creating a future for their family so importantly. Mm. Um, but on the other side is that the the hurt of any you know disappointment from our team hurts inherently. So it's it's even greater than making uncomfortable decisions, isn't it? It's really about there is a sense yeah. of betrayal, and and I think that's where a lot of people you know, don't understand the, how difficult it is for business owners. You know, we, we probably so many times put ourselves through things longer than we need to. We hold on, we hang on, yep. we invest so much because our business success comes not just from the leaders of the business, but the value that the people within our team are, you know, on the journey with us. As Tony Robbins yes, says, um, absolutely. he says, uh, um, hire slowly and fire fast. Yeah. And Someone, I heard this as well, and it's an interesting thing, and that client I helped recently, it was the first time he was able to get that fast result, yeah. you know, by, by using the critical drivers, and the critical drivers more than KPIs, yeah. because the critical drivers is what it's about, right? And my father, he says, I built my business on norms, right? 10 to 100 million norms are critical drivers. Um, and I think I need to remember that myself because mm. that formula worked really, really well. At the moment, I've got a team of superstars and workhorses. Mm. Um, and my right-hand girl, she's such a superstar. It's kind of like, yeah, I don't have to do anything. You know, she just runs yeah. the whole back end. I run the front end. Um, but if you're going to grow, which look, we may not bring any more local staff on because I like things the way they are. We don't all, all have to grow a monstrous beast. That's right. Sometimes, yeah, bigger's not, big not always better. No. Um, but yeah, when you've got a great superstar and suddenly you bring someone on who, even if they're a workhorse, workhorses are often as good as the instruction you give them without as much ability to critical think. And that, that can be challenging, right? But 
We're all different and we all need different support, yeah. Well, you probably guessed Nikki and I love to have a great product in our hands and that's why we're pretty excited to talk about the collaboration with Self-Aware. That's self, A-W-E-A-R.com, as in wearing clothes. Their beautiful products of great quality range from accessory to clothing, all with the aim of helping support and care for mental health. So if you really want to help someone or you're feeling a bit down yourself, go on to selfaware.com and spoil yourself rotten. We did. But I think it is, you know, it really is those critical driving forces, but it's also inherently those driving forces are based on the behaviours and attitudes. Um, and it's the same with, as you said, sometimes, you know, and I know probably both of us have done it over the years where, you know, you grow so fast and you become so much mm. and then you go, yeah, but there's half of the, the group of people and clients that I support that they're actually not necessarily aligned. And I know multiple times over the years where I've, you know, walked away from individuals or, or clients because they don't actually sit right. Yes. You know, I'm just delivering a service and I have to passionately be aligned and believe. Yes, and actually, because for me, I when I'm at work, I have the people-pleasing management style with my team. Um, and yep. it is that I've brought you on. I'm. It's my. I, I always. Everything's my responsibility, and you have to be like that, right? Yep. But interestingly, outside of work, um, I don't have that. I don't mind if people don't like me. I don't. Not, doesn't phase me. Love, yep. love me. Don't like me. I don't mind. Um, and other areas of my life, I don't either. And I think other people could relate to that. And with my clients. I don't have that at all. So, and I want to say, so a lot of women I find, because we're nurturers and we're so lovely, they tend to let their clients, mm -hmm. especially in professional services, like with bookkeepers, I see it all yes. the time, right? Their clients come along and say, I want you to come on site and I want you to do this and I don't like your billing schedule and I want this and that. And they go, okay, okay, right? And mm, then they yeah. say to me, oh, I hate doing this client and I'm not getting valued. So what I would say to them, again, I, I love a good system, right? So I was told years ago by a lawyer, I love this one, Jeannie, just because somebody asks you a question doesn't mean you have to answer it, right? That's, Absolutely. That's so true, isn't it? It's but, so simple and yet we forget yeah. constantly. I don't have to answer and I don't have to yes, agree. Give yourself yes. the, so I tend to say when that client fires, why is your fee this and why is that? Remember that you can just, you can stop, don't answer any questions and you can always say, Bob, uh, I've got to make another call now. I've got another appointment to go to. Um, I, I get what you're asking me and what, what we're talking about here. Just, just give me, just give me the day and I've got a time that I can catch up with you again. Go away, calm your heart because sometimes it makes your heart race, yeah? Calm yourself down. Exactly. Get your terms out read them yourself do not break your own rules right i do this really 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 well and it's and it's revolutionary for how my business runs walk away create that space get your terms out your terms are your terms for a reason this client will be a tsunami in your business or they'll fall into line and they'll be okay and then 
go back and just this is i say to my clients you're, you're going to do things my way because i'm good at what i do i've got a great reputation yeah you've chosen me for a reason i'm really good at what i do i need you to trust me and i need you to do things my way if you come into my little velvet rope if you come in then you're going to see flexible genie yeah but right now you're going to see not flexible genie yeah we're going to do it this way then when you come in you're in yeah and then i'm going to communicate flexibly with you i'm going to help you out but if you follow the systems i give you and do it my way i'm going to get you the result because the result they want is not the bookkeeping right or it's not the let's sell say you sell marketing it's not the adwords it's they want time and money and and peace of mind and that's what you can give mm, them yep. so i would say with that people pleasing around clients tame that monster because that you're gonna hate what you do you know you're going to and and i definitely i, I generally only bring on wonderful lovely clients who will do things my way um and i, I think yep. that's a big one for everyone yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm interested in um, uh, some research that I was reading a little while ago, uh, which um, is, is saying nearly the opposite of that, which I'm fascinated to see how you feel, because um, I found it kind of challenging to think about the concept too, which is about um, staying and having difficult people is about your learning. So rather than saying like you don't um, meet whatever or letting that client go, this is some research is saying that actually no hold them work it through where you know there is always a line we talk about that yeah, quitting yeah. you know yeah. quit or let go what would be your advice to someone who thinks well but i need to hold on to that client or struggle through that because that's a me thing i'm struggling yeah. with versus you know what i've got to cut the rope yes, let you go what would be your advice for entrepreneurs out there that um particularly yeah. women you blur that that they don't know where that line yes, is i think yeah. i've got a good one for that so and the reason for that is i seem to be able to work really well with some clients that bookkeepers call me in tears about but they can you, you take on this client i'm going to you know and um so i say yep tell, tell them i'll be double your rate and there'll be no messing with me and um we had a client like this about 18 months ago or a bit longer got that funny call so i said right listen up and and the thing that she had done that caused the drama for her and the reason he is one of our best clients today so i think this is the thing yes you should you should not be yeah. rejecting clients when you've got your own stuff going on so i tend to think so with him what happened is she he was she was still letting him rule the roost right so I, if I'm an electrician and I go to your house and I say, right, I've got to wire up a new meter box and you say, yeah, well, I think you probably need to pull that wire. And I go, oh, I think to myself, I don't think I need to, but she said I should, so I'll pull it. <laughs> this is what any professional, um, professional service is like. So in this case, she went in, he started chatting. She found that all they did was chat. They got no work done. She knew certain things had to be yeah. done to get a result. Um, and she just, she, instead of, uh, like with children, with the clients, I like to sit down, set the boundaries. And I always think to me, and I actually say to them, 
I, I can be quite bossy because if they don't like me being bossy, then I'm probably not for them. I can be quite bossy. Yep. Uh, and the reason I'm bossy is because I so want the best for you, number one. Number two, I want you to spend the least amount that you have to, yeah? Um, and to do that, I'm going to need you to just trust me and follow my systems. So when this client started mm -hmm. chatting, um, I'm sure I had a little chat to him, but then I said, okay, stop right let's get back on track and i said this is what we have to do and we did what we had to do so i would say that i see a lot of people in professional services and women particularly because men tend to be a lot harder in that area um but with the women yes yeah, so i think you need to look at your core values so our core values for the team that we feel that we need to make things work for our clients are courage confidence um empathy belief and trust so Courage yep. to have the difficult pineapple conversations. Confidence in myself mm -hmm. as a skilled professional. Empathy for the client's mm -hmm. needs and the kind of communication they need. Um, belief in my business's systems and my way. And trust, I do what I say I'll do when I said I'd do it. So I think, yes, yeah. you've got to nail your core values and those core values might challenge you. And we've got ours you know, all workshopped and everything. And when one of my team has trouble, I say, hey, I got a feeling you're struggling with courage. We didn't tell the client what he needed to hear. It's not the client's fault. You know, yes, he's a problem client because we haven't kept out. So I can absolutely see from that point of view. And I think if everybody in professional services could embody those five core values truly, then I think, yeah, because yeah, yeah. for us, we only have problem clients that that contrast values you know with us where it's like well yeah. you know yeah. um and, and i think that's really really important isn't it is that you, everyone has to have their landing pad and their grounding mm. point and that that's those values that's the systems and structures because otherwise we create tolerances and i agree with sarah in that you know there's definitely um a t the, there's always a point where that decision is do I stay or go? It's about the reason that you have to create comfort and resonate with. And that comfort, when you have a strong set of embedded values, creates rational decision points for your team, for your clients and for yourself. So I think it's a really, you know, undervalued component, no pun intended, but um, an undervalued component of business is how much time and true living by as a guiding force values are of an organisation. Okay, you're listening to the podcast, but that's not all we do. We are about to launch something really exciting, our AWARE Leadership Program. So stay tuned, watch our social media, and, and we might even have a little special podcast about it. Yes, yeah, definitely. I've got, um, you know, a friend of mine, she's a really highly skilled bookkeeper. She's amazing and I actually refer clients to her. Mm -hmm. um, but the reason that I can't have her on my team is because she struggles with courage and confidence. Yeah. And honestly, without those two core values, the client does end up 
a problem client yeah. because we're not holding up our end of the bargain. So, mm. yeah, I do think that's really important. So I'm hearing too that one of your probably suggestions for women in business particularly is to um, really invest in, in self-awareness, to yeah. understand your you know, not your, well, we, we call them weaknesses, but just less used characteristics. Yeah. And the more that you enhance yourself and fearlessly look in the mirror and go, okay, I'm, courage isn't my thing. I don't like the difficult conversations and I don't like calling things out. That would be then your area of focus before you yes. start business. So if you already know that about yourself, that's something you should be working on even as you're growing your business or, or thinking of a, I'm thinking of, you know, startups. A lot of women, uh, you know, they're the highest startup population globally. Mm. But what they're not doing is working out, can I do the business, as you said? Do I have mm. courage? Can I be compassionate and yet strong? Um, and am I a people pleaser? And it's okay to be one, but you have to rein it in. That's correct. Yes. Yeah, yeah. And name it to tame it. And I think what you said, I, I often say, you know, we do kind of, we don't have to work, we play our strengths, right? We don't have to work on our strengths. We play our strengths, but every day, every day, I'm working on my weaknesses. You know, diary management is, is always been a weakness yeah. for me. And people are yeah. like, oh, you're great at it because I work at it, you know? And so if, if current, like I was last year, I went through something with a team member and it was, I was actually being bullied and believe, believe it or not, those. No, I've been bullied as a, yeah. as a yeah. business owner. So it's, yeah, it's like bad luck you're being bullied. And it was, it and it was actually. The, <laughs> There's no know, There's nothing for you, Jeannie. Yeah. yeah. So and I was wracked with fear and anxiety. And so um, in a similar way to let's say courage or confidence wasn't something for you. I did that self-awareness. I researched it. I thought, what is fear? You know, and I found out, you know, fear is being attached to specific outcomes. Okay, name it to tame it. Then what's the opposite of fear? And I discovered the opposite of fear is um is I think it was um, things like, what was it? The opposite of fear is calmness, curiosity, all yeah. these beautiful things. So I wrote it all over my mirror. It's a real womanly thing, right? Yeah. In liquid chalk. Fear is, and the opposite of fear is, and I put little love hearts everywhere. A friend of mine was at a Latin dance party and he saw it and he said, I love it. And every, you know, I looked at that constantly and it tamed the monster and when I felt it. So the same thing, right? Courage doesn't come naturally to all of us. Confidence, I'm all, I've, I've, I've always got lots of confidence, always have on my father's child. Right? You are. Um, <laughs> but if that doesn't come naturally to you, that's okay. Mm -hmm. Daily journaling, rightly on your, on your mirror, name it to tame it. Because I actually think those core values are what have helped me to create a beautiful, profitable Absolutely. lifestyle, enjoyable business where I love my clients so much. I don't care if they ring me at 10 o'clock at night or on the weekend. I love them. I yeah, they're part of, happy to they're hear part from of, all the time. You know, they're, they're part of that. I mean, I'd so many times, you know, mm. I've worked with people and then they move to different organisations, etc. And then, you know, five, six years later, I'll get a phone call out of the blue and they've just gone, oh, I had this problem or I was thinking of this solution and the person that came to me was you. And, and, and that's created because you make genuine space for them. And, mm. But that doesn't mean you shy away from the tough 
stuff. And I think these are some of the reasons that, you know, Sarah and I as, you know, in our backgrounds as, you know, mentors to, to businesses, you know, psychologists and really human behavioralists is that we really looked at it and said, we've both been doing this for, you know, collectively 40 years. And now we just want to really help other people find those gaps and help, you know, really allow people to grow to what their full potential is. Because, you know, we're, from all our guests in our podcast, we're learning so much more. Yeah, you know, everyone adds value. Everyone has an opportunity to add mm. value. It's just opening the door and giving people the courage to say, I'm not fearful of weaknesses. I'm actually just saying there are a gap right now I need to fill. And that's what we do at AWARE really, isn't it? We find those gaps. Yeah. We've run out of time already. That went so quickly. Um, it's been a pleasure. <laughs> I think most of that was taken up talking about your histories. But, uh, it's, it's been lovely to hear. And I, and I think our listeners can really take away that um, being in business is tough. You don't have to be tough, though, to be in business. That's right. You just need to have a value set that anchors you, that mm-hmm. you can live with, and, mm-hmm. and have the courage to stand to your terms of service. Yes. To to lead with the intent that you want your business to move forward. Yeah. And I think I think listening back to this, um, our listeners are certainly going to be challenging themselves about well, how often do I do the difficult conversation? And um, I really thank you for bringing your way of looking at business to our listeners because I think they're going to get a lot from it. Yeah. Look, I really do, and I think that. Um, you know, this is this is what our business environment needs. You know, we need more of the the raw honesty and mm. and reminding why you had a concept for business, why you're still in business, you know, twelve years later is because you have gone back to those anchoring points and reminded your team, reminded your customers, but also reminded yourself mm. of that I've got this because I actually I know what I'm doing and I back my skill and I back my team skill. Therefore the client engage or not but this this is my this is the box this is our Mm. and i'll give you 150 percent every time yeah 100 percent. yeah you guys have helped me see yeah that the core values i've always thought they were a massive thing i call them the sales and marketing gold nuggets because you build your business on your core values 100 percent. and look it was so lovely Mm. um to you know to talk to you today (laughs) and you know, I, um, you know, I can just, you know, knowing both your mother and father, I can just see, you know, you're a perfect blend of just the beautiful things. And, you know, I really, um, it's been amazing to connect um, <laughs> yeah, again. Yeah, and well, it's, yeah. yeah, it's been, you know, it's a small world, but it's, um, it's been it? really fantastic. So look, thank you so much. We'll touch base with you when we jump off air. Um, but look, yep. it's been fantastic. So thank you very much, yeah, thank um, you, Jenny. Jenny great, and great insight. so lovely to meet you. Cheers. Thanks, Nikki. Thanks, Sarah. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. 
Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Thank you for listening to the Aware Podcast, and we really hope you enjoyed our guest's insight and the little quiz at the end, just for a bit of fun. Music for the Aware Podcast is by Tape Machine featuring LFA. The song title is This Is Who I Am. If you would like to be a guest or contact us regarding the Aware platform, please email awarearcgroup at gmail.com. That's awarearcgroup at gmail.com. We are Nikki Mackey and Sarah Godfrey. See you next time.